0: Hey Church, Pastor Mike, welcome to my 7-Minute Almost Daily Podcast, where we're trying to do three things. One, just keep talking about what we mean by re-church. Two, be helpful to you. Three, discover the future church our city needs us to be. Come on along, we're just trying to re-church. Hey friends, welcome to the program. Yesterday... I said, rules are good. I was pivoting off of a story from this weekend where um, Djokovic, one of the, one of the greatest uh, tennis players of all time, defaulted because he broke a rule, a very clear rule. And because it was clear, the consequence was clear. It happened. And nobody really argued with it because it's a rule. And I was lamenting, how great would it be? If every time preachers and politicians and people in general, like on social media, when they cross the line, when they were wrong, but they were held accountable for it, they defaulted. You can't do that for a month because you were wrong, and everybody just stayed together on it. Part of the problem is we're we're looking we're looking uh, we're turning a blind eye. We're 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 coddling wrongfulness, sinfulness, um, badness. Because they're on our team, because they're in our tribe, because they're in our party. That will not fly long long time for a culture. We've got to agree on a baseline morality, and we don't give any favors away. We call it out. We let the consequences be. Because that's how character is developed. That's how you grow up. You grow up because of consequences. Otherwise, we're just sloppy and running around willy nilly, doing whatever the heck we want, headed for destruction. Right? Eventually, the consequences will come, and if you just keep putting them off, they come off. They come back in huge ways. And nobody wants or nobody wishes upon another person. So I finished that podcast yesterday, and I, I know what's coming. It's like, hey, you're a Christian pastor. What do you mean rules are good? I thought forgiveness was good. Shouldn't you be talking about grace and forgiveness? Yeah, but think about it. Grace and forgiveness and mercy all come on the other side of wrongfulness that's been declared, apologized for right there's there's clarity that's that's how forgiveness and grace come along it's like you go i was wrong <laughs> i crossed a line or hey you were wrong oh you're right i'm sorry and then what i forgive you i show you mercy yeah but there's still a clear call out of the violation there's still consequences and all of that is really, really healthy. What is unhealthy is to just lumber around, slop around, slog around without being caught. You can just feel how unhealthy that is. But yeah, grace and mercy and forgiveness and second chances, but not at the expense of clarity not at the expense of calling it out, not at the expense of the consequences, not at the expense of character development. As a culture, we have got to agree on some baseline practices. And in in many ways, a lot of them are new. Like within the last 10, 15, the practice, like social media didn't even exist how long ago. And look at how much of a mess that is. Wouldn't it be great if someone lied on social media and you defaulted, you couldn't be on for like a month? As we think about rechurch, as we think about becoming better as a church, when we think about what we should start doing that we haven't been doing, that we should be doing, when we, when we, when we think about the things that we should stop doing that are no longer working or that we shouldn't be doing, One of the things we've got to continue to lean into is the courage to be honest and own it when we're wrong, when we sin, when we're not right, when we have the wrong attitude. And it can't matter who you are. We just together need to agree to help one another grow up. I think as a culture, we're just afraid of that. We're willing to let one another just be footloose and fancy free knowing full well that it doesn't lead to flourishing. It leads to deterioration. I mean, just think about it. If you've, if you've ever had kids, even if you've got nephews or little, tiny little friends, and there's one headed toward the street, you stop him. And, and and you deliver some kind of consequence for it, right? Or else when you're not there, he's just gonna run out in the street. And you think, oh, I was, but at least I was nice to him. <laughs> he ran out on the street. You wanna be nice to him? Call it out. Make him uncomfortable. I just think, man, we gotta. We got to grow up so we can help one another grow up. So as a church, we got to be willing to own stuff. We got to be willing to call ourselves out. We got to be courageous enough to suffer the consequences when we deserve them. We We can't go down this path that our culture's on right now where no one's held to account. I know I'm being extreme and exaggerating here and hopefully you can catch my point. To re-church, to be better as a church is going to have to include accountability and in areas where accountability is necessary. So let's go, church. That's the, kind of, that's the kind of church we want to have. One that sets the example in this culture of courage to admit it when we're wrong and suffer the consequences. Let's go. Let's re-church.